This is the Nordic Football Guys Podcast. What is up, everybody? We are the Nordic Football Guys. I am your host, Hayden, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Antti. Antti, how are you, my friend? I'm prepared to say moro moro, but <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. Yeah, no <laughs> problem. I'm I'm doing well. Uh, it's been a while since we've again. I say this. I feel like I say this every week, but it's been a long time since we have recorded together. But we're we're together once again. I guess last week we recorded virtually, and the week before that we somehow missed. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, good. I guess uh, today we are going to keep it a little bit shorter. We are a bit on a timeline since the game starting in, in 45 minutes. <laughs> no, two hours. Okay. They yeah, because yeah, the, the uh, okay. time has switched. So it was only last week. Yeah. So, we are, okay. We are not in a timeline in that sense. Today. Yeah. But, you know, I have to uh, make some adjustments to my lineup since I haven't checked them. And it, apparently I'm screwed in, any, in all of my leagues since of the running back situation. Yeah, that's perfect because I guess that's something that we can talk about this week if, if that's something that you're interested in. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, this is a relatively interesting uh, week that we have going for us because um, there's been a lot of injuries over this past uh, last week. Mm-hmm. And I think most fantasy people are quite aware of that. Uh, but we, like everybody else that plays fantasy, are not immune to this. And I think most of our leagues, in most of our leagues, we are uh, starting some of our backups or even some people that we had to pick up on waivers kind of last minute. So uh, I guess the best thing that we're going to do today is we're going to try to just kind of go over our, our team's like we did last week, and we're going to go over some of our start-sit decisions in real time because uh, other than the Thursday night game, I don't think I've really taken that much of a look at my lineup. Yeah, me neither. I just started doing that, already made some adjustments, uh, picked up a player <laughs> from the waivers, last minute things. So uh, Also, we could do maybe a little bit of a dream team of Sunday lineups. Yeah. Be fun. yeah, if you have something in mind, I'd be interested to hear that. Yeah, and you can comment that and, and so on. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Uh, maybe I start with the uh, our money league. The Yeah, so for, for those of you who don't know, we call that league the Dirty Dozen League. And that's kind of the main league that Auntie and I kind of uh, play in. And we're hoping Auntie's in first place for that, but it looks like he's going to have an interesting week. So I'll let him take it from here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Yeah, my both of my starting running backs, Aaron Jones and and Devonta Freeman, are sitting, sitting the week out, and my bench is not looking that good. Uh, it's a kind of it's a twelve man league, and we don't have that much players available in the waivers. Luckily enough, I had uh, 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 Malcolm Brown in the bench that I picked up last week for because of Aaron Jones was also out last week, and and, and then I had to pick up Gus. Edwards, Edwards from the uh, waivers, which is not necessarily a bad play since it seems that um, Ingram is not playing. At least I think if he's playing, he's not playing that much. It seems he's doubtful to play any snaps. So could be a okay play. Yeah, like a safe floor. I don't see uh, much of an upside there, but safe floor maybe. So. And uh, I played Teddy Bridgewater. It, it was supposed to be a safe play. A good streaming option. Not so much. Because uh, of Atlanta. And, and before this week, Atlanta had given uh, outside top 12 QB points only to Matt Stafford. And all of the other matchups they had had the QB 
did pretty well. So yeah, and even with the Matt Stafford game, he still threw for what was it over three hundred yards? Yeah, or whatever. So <laughs> it looked like a very very safe play. Yeah, just didn't nah. happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know what happened. What Atlanta did you end up with? A him? Defense, uh, 12.54 points. So not good. Pretty bad. Yeah, he, for threw, a the, he threw the last minute interception there, which in our league it's minus two and a half points. So not that that changed that much. Two and a half points on a 12 point game is not. Yeah, well, it can still. Yeah. Like every point can decide the week if you win or lose. So that's true. Uh, they all add up together. Yeah, that's very unfortunate for you. Uh, on my side of the ball, I have my starting QB is. Uh, on a bye, Deshaun Watson, who has been good, but his team has been bad, and he's only been good in the last, like, five minutes of every game. Yeah, since O'Brien left, he has been better. Yeah. It, like, seems that they have given, like, some more freedom to him to, like, do his instead <laughs> of, like, sticking the O'Brien bad playbook <laughs> and plans. So it seems to go a little bit better on his side. Yeah, but he's on a bye right now. So for this week, my starting quarterback... Not a bad streaming option, Joe Burrow. It, it's no. kind of tough because he's playing Tennessee, which is a really, really strong defense. Uh, however, because um, Joe Burrow ha- is one of the – not a top quarterback. He's not a QB1, uh, but he is a QB – he's QB15 on the year, and he's had some pretty good games. Last week, he had 36 points against Cleveland, which is not a, a terrible – it, which is not a terrible play. Uh, he has had a couple of bad weeks as well uh, versus Baltimore where he had less than four points. So I'm hoping that it kind of maybe in between something like that, like a 20-point game. I think that there are worse options out there, and Joe Burrow, was I was lucky to have him sitting on my bench. Yeah, uh, I think he will have a QB one week, though. I think he will be in, in the in top 12. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to throw the ball to keep up because Tennessee, while their defense is very good, their offense is very good as well. Mm. So that does bode well for Joe Burrow. On top of that, this kind of leads into another guy benching Joe Mixon because he's out this week, so they might have to lean a little bit more on their passing as well. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and even though they have Gio Bernard, he's more of a pass catcher himself than a runner. So. Which is good for Burrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, other than my running backs, my team is pretty solid. My wide receivers, A.J. Brown, uh, Justin Jefferson, and Tyler Boyd. I'm happy with those. I picked up Trey Burden uh, from the waivers uh, since he's available now, so I'm starting him as well. And then I have Scotty Miller in my uh, flex that I also picked up since I had OBJ. I no longer have OBJ. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I have definitely had some uh, injury problems. I... Managed to avoid all the COVID stuff and uh, and those in to the begin- beginning of the season, <laughs> but now it's looking like well, it's now it's fantasy football injuries happen. Yeah, I just hope I get Aaron Jones back pretty soon. Yeah, I, I think next week they they are gonna have a bye week if I'm not mistaken, so that's good for like returning in full health after yeah. that week. Give them some time. I'm having a little bit of issue on my running back in this league. Uh, my Joe Mixon's injured, my RB1. My RB2, uh, James Robinson, is on a bye. My RB3, Antonio Gibson, is on a bye. So I'm stuck with my RB4, David Montgomery, and my RB5, J.K. Dobbins. Uh, luckily, like you said, Ingram is going to be missing some time this week, so or he's def- probably not going to play. So that at least gives Dobbins a little bit of a ceiling, but his floor is still very low. So it could be a good week for Dobbins. It could not. I'm kind of banking on... Like, a 10-point game from Dobbins would be ideal. 
if I got 10 points from him, I would be happy. Uh, obviously, I'm hoping for more, but like my running, my wide receivers is really where I'm going to produce. I already have Julio Jones, who played with 17, who got me 17 points, which is not bad. I have Tyler Lockett to play. He's playing San Francisco, so it's going to be a tough matchup. And Stephon Diggs against New England, another tough matchup. But together, those are some of the best wide receivers in the league to this point on the year, and I'm hoping that I can get some decent points all together from them. I also have TJ Hawkinson in, one of the better tight ends, and Devontae Parker in my flex. So... Overall, I'm I'm not I don't hate it. Also, what could be my the winning factor? My defense, Kansas City, who I picked up on waivers last week, playing the Jets. Hmm. So that could be a streaming option that I have in there that could be upwards of 15 points on defense. So that that could be a difference maker. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's all I really have about that. If you want to move on to maybe our Finmerica league. Yeah, for sure. Let's do that. Uh, in that league, I don't have to do that many oh i don't have to do any uh adjust adjustments whatsoever i have ceh and melvin gordon in my running backs tyler boyd and cooper cup on my wide receivers starting hayden hurst as the tight end guy and then i i'm flexing uh fulcom and uh dion ty johnson that's pretty easy for you uh, my starting lineup is Ryan Tannehill. I also have the Joe Burrow option, but I think Tannehill versus Cincinnati is a better op- option than uh, Joe Burrow because yeah. they're playing each other. I think that uh, Tannehill is going to be... I also put Tannehill above Burrow. Yeah. So I think I'm going to roll out with Tannehill in, in the Finmerica League. Also, my running backs, Zeke Elliott's an obvious must-play every week. He ha- He's been a little bit disappointing on some weeks. But uh, he's still the number eight running back on the year to this point. He's kind of come down to earth the past two weeks, a 10 and a six-point game in a full PPR. So that's not exactly lovable. And then my RB2 this week is uh, LaMichael Perrine because I have had some issues with the running backs in this league. I have Kenyon Drake who's out and Antonio Gibson who's out. And that's kind of all I had in the running back position for this league, uh, I didn't realize I was I, I I was so bad. But again, my wide receivers, I'm hoping, will save me. Stephon Diggs, Calvin Ridley already played and kind of disappointed me. But I also have Kenny Galladay to play and Keenan Allen. Okay. So, so pretty solid wide receivers to get me through. This is one of my strong teams. I'm 5-2, and two, but I'm playing the other 5-2 and two team in this league. So this is the battles of first places in America. So it's going to be interesting. He's playing Kirk Cousins, which could be what kind of tips it in my favor i think Mm. um he also has jamal williams in which is i mean a pretty good play considering uh aaron jones is out dalvin cook who could be missing the week i that he he's questionable at least tyree kill dk metcalf wow his team is good (laughs) jimmy graham adam thielen and he has 10 points from robbie anderson so actually that's a really good team it is (laughs) yeah let's see I'm excited to see how that goes. Uh, I It could come down to the QB play, if anything. Also, his running backs are much stronger. You want to move it on to the next league? Yeah, I think I'm pretty much set with the leagues. Uh, not not any reason to go through all of them. Um, the situation is what it is. People have to adjust. Uh, I'm sure there's in most of the leagues, there's some startable assets in the waiver since uh, since there's so many injuries and not all the backs, backups are taken. 
Like for example, I was able to pick up uh, Gus Edwards, and I just checked in uh, in our listener league. Actually, uh, I was forced to start Joshua Kelly, uh, but I checked the waivers. They would have been uh, Wayne Goldman and and Gus Edwards, which I would both play before Joshua Kelly. But uh, on the long run, I, because I don't have any room on my bench, so I just can't pick them up I have to I would have to drop somebody and then I don't want to drop anybody and I think in the long run Joshua Kelly is better than Gus Edwards or Wayne Gorman uh, so that's what I why I'm sticking with Joshua Kelly to start him yeah that's a little bit of a, a tough decision there I think mm. that that's probably that yeah <laughs> I, I think I agree yeah so but maybe again since the situation is what it is I'm one and six in that league so on the other hand, maybe I should seek for a win now. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So you're making the change? Yeah, I'm making the change. I'm I'm playing Wayne Gorman uh, and dropping Joshua Kelly. We are not doing well in our listener leagues. These are literally the only um, league. This is the only league I have this year with a losing record. And it just happens to be the one that matters the most for this show <laughs> so that's that's a little bit unfortunate but I blame my number two pick i was picking uh second in the league and i got saquon barkley and when you lose your first pick uh at least like the early rounds in a turn it doesn't matter that much but you know it hurts yeah i blame the fact that i'm run- rolling out with two carolina wide receivers i've said that every week and i should probably be looking to make a trade it's just we don't really have active chats for this mm. one, so it's hard for me to really contact anyone. I can blame myself all I want, or I can blame that all I want. I'm also Devonte Adams. He's been out for a while in that league, who is my wide receiver one. So I don't know. I'm hoping I can turn it around in this, hopefully make a playoff run. It's not looking all too great for me. I think I have to kind of, we both have to win out to even have a prayer at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm doing good in the money league. Money league. I'm six and one, so I have some breathing room. In other leagues, uh, it's tougher. Yeah, I, in my money league, I'm four and three, and I'm playing another four and three team that's very strong. I'm I'm a little bit nervous. This is a must, maybe not a must win, but if I win this, I can I can get some breathing room because coming into week nine, I'm playing a, a tough matchup as well. So week nine, eight, nine, and ten. I play you in week 10, so it's like the la- the la- next three weeks, including this week, are all against over 500 teams. Mm. So in order for me to have a prayer, I need to tr- at least attempt to win two of those. Yeah. And beating you is going to be tough. Uh, beating next week, I think I have a, pr- a shot, and this week is 50-50. So. Yeah. This week, I think I'm going to lose just because I don't have any starters. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, and those running back situations, are, uh, running back positions are so valuable. Uh, so I'm, this week it's gonna be uh, one of those. Last week, I managed to survive, <laughs> which was amazing. Uh, kind of a backstory there. It was the same situation. I lost everybody basically, and I had four players on buy, which at least two of those I would be I would happily started. But and my uh, defense, which was New England Patriots against the San Francisco 49ers, was supposed to look good, but they ended up having me minus points. And my matchup was playing San Francisco 49ers, which got him 14 points. 
and Freeman got injured in the beginning of the game. I got only 0.8 points. OBJ got injured right away. I got zero points from him, and uh, I still managed. You should to win. not have won that. I still managed to win somehow. <laughs> so, yeah. for some clarity on this league, you have 800 fantasy points. Yes, which is like it, it's like halfway through, like halfway on the pack. But mm. you're in first place. I have 900 fantasy points, and you have two more wins than me. Yeah. So. I I my, I have scored evenly all the weeks. Yeah, pretty average. So. I've been very up and down. Yeah. Last week I had a hundred and ninety point game, yeah. which kind of pushed me mm. a little higher. I was in second place, but now I'm like in first place in points four by a lot. Mm. So let's and that was pretty much all due to Tyler Lockett, I think. Yeah. So yeah, it. it I'm interested to see how it goes this week, but uh, bef- before we really close it out, like we said, we're trying to keep this one short and sweet. You had something to say about a dream team, so I'd love to hear what you have to say about that. Yeah, dream team for the week. So I kind of pick like uh, QB, two running backs. Let's have three wide receivers. Let's do let's do three wide starting wide receivers since that's the format in our money league. Uh, one tight end and two flexes, and uh, to see for the week which would be the, my dream team, and then you can comment Based if on, you like. So these, these are players that you own? Or? No, these are players I would love to start. Like, this is my all-star team for the week. Gotcha. That I think are going to be, like, finishing first. This or is your best ball team. Yeah, best ball team. <laughs> gotcha. So, uh, Patrick Mahomes against New York Jets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty obvious. Start your Kansas City players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty obvious. And uh, Mahomes didn't have the greatest of the week last week in the snow yeah it was it was snowy uh and he still wanted to pass his touchdown after that he retired from the game <laughs> when he had that done i believe i actually bet over uh i think the line was 270 something passing yards for Mahomes. i bet over i think he's gonna go like for 300 or something like that uh so yeah he's my uh he's my qb1 for the week I mean, that's solid. Yeah. He's the QB1 every week, and he's playing the worst team in football. So that's a, almost a no-brainer to me. Mm. And these are in half PPR, by the way. I'm not going through this. For quarterback, uh, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> let's, let's do four points, touchdown passes. Okay. Uh, my running backs uh, for the week would be Alvin Kamara uh, against the Bears and Derrick Henry against, the, against Cincinnati. Those are my top two running backs for the week. Yeah, that's... I mean, Derrick Henry, again, was a number three running back on the year. He's killing it in yards again. That dude is a monster. Cincinnati, a pretty weak defense. Makes sense. I think that that also might be a little bit of a one-sided game if everything goes according to plan for Tennessee. So I could see that they're running a lot at the end of the game. I I wouldn't discount Joe Burrow, of course, so they might be throwing more. But still, I think that's a solid bet. I think that they're going to be able to run on Cincinnati. They like to run on Cincinnati. They they like to run the ball, and they can do it on Cincinnati, so it makes sense that Derrick Henry would be a good play. Yeah. What about Kamara? I mean, Kamara is a solid bet every week, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so if you can start Kamara, start Kamara. The Bears, they're a decent team. Um, again, they're not a super powerful offense. They're a very good defense, so if they if they can get up in the game, I guess that you obviously want the running back on a team that's winning. Yeah, uh, one black horse I would like to bring up, and I absolutely hate 
that I wasn't more active during the weekend uh, following the Aaron Jones situation. Uh, my matchup actually picked up, picked him up from the waivers. Jamal Williams. Yeah, I think he's gonna do very well this week. Uh, so I, I can only blame myself for that, not following more carefully. But I've, I was very busy this weekend. So uh, moving on, <laughs> uh, my wide receivers for the week uh davance adams is my number one wide receiver for the week of course he is because he's the one number again one of the number one wide receivers uh to have going into the season basically i mean he's had a couple of injury weeks like i said Mm. but when he's out there that dude is a baller yeah and he's playing against the vikings yeah whose defense is not the best (laughs) and it just seems that he has at least like two meter separation for against any quarter cornerback uh so uh vikings has some don't they, don't they have the superstar safety i harrison something i forgot the name at least he's a super extra factor in uh in madden <laughs> <laughs> harrison smith i guess was the name but you know uh that's that's the safety they, i don't think they, they don't have any decent cornerbacks uh tyree kill Again. and and Ty- tyler lockett are my top three picks Makes sense because they ha- are the best players in the league. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf. One player that I would stack them every week. One, yeah, I mean, if you could. Yeah, <laughs> one player that like I know he already played this week, but every week that he has been playing, he's been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones, he has not lost a step. So if you can get your hands on Julio Jones for maybe cheap, I would maybe be looking to trade him, yeah. trade for him. Yeah. And uh, my number one tight end for the week is not Travis Kelsey. It's the other guy, George Kill. <laughs> He's playing against Seattle, which is the number one points giver for tight ends. <laughs> and and Kittle is a superstar in, in his own name. So I, I guess uh, Kittle would be my starter. Here not much of a streaming position. option, but yeah, I, I, I saw a yeah. choice. I would start either one of them. Again, this is the best ball. <laughs> <laughs> so... Maybe a, a black horse here, sort of. I, I see Rob Kronkowski doing also very good this week. He, this is kind of a big week for him. If he can put together one more game, I would say in a half-point PPR, if he can put a nine-point game together, it kind mm. of really shows that he is the Rob Gronkowski that people drafted him to be. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I obviously I'd rather start George Kittle than Rob Gronkowski, but... Definitely, this could be an interesting week for him. He needs to keep it and put it together. Yeah. Did you put a kicker and a defense on these? No. <laughs> uh, Start your Kansas City defense against uh, Jets. Yeah. Jets. That's that's the obvious. And uh, also, the, the defense that's, that's playing against Dallas would be a Eagles. <laughs> yeah. Eagles is a tough one. Yeah, but against the Cowboys. Yeah. I, I would take that bet. Fair enough. Uh, and then my uh, flexes. I guess I won't. I can't put players like like uh, Dalvin Cooks and and sort of here, <laughs> since they are all starters. So I have to dig a little bit deeper. Uh, let's see. Well, it's best ball, so for for sure I can. <laughs> so uh, Karim Hunt would be my first flex player. Yeah. <laughs> And Dalvin Cook will be my next flex player. Dalvin Cook could be missing time, though, so it could be a tough week for him. Yeah. He might not get much time. He's been injured all week. He didn't practice much this week. so Yeah, but uh, they st- still project that he's going to play the full game. Yeah. 
So let's see. I'm just saying be cautious with him. Uh, before we do close it out, Antti, I do need your help with one thing, actually. I'm looking at my Dynasty team, and I noticed that um, I have Greg Ward in on, at my flex and Hunter Renfro in at my flex, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily love them. I have Adams, Tyreek Hill, and Devontae Parker in my wide receivers 1, 2, and 3, so that's my obvious 1, 2, and 3 there. So are you saying if you should start... Greg Ward or... No, so he. I have Greg Ward and Hunter Renfro in the flex. Mm-hmm. I also have Latavius Murray on my bench, Adrian Peterson on my bench, Tyler Higby on my bench. I'm not putting him in. Zach Pascal on my bench, Traquan Smith and Miko Hardman, who are all capable of playing. I don't know if I want to start Greg Ward. It is against Dallas, but they did get a lot more wide receivers this Philadelphia's wide receiver core looks a little bit better. Yeah, Gregor is back. Yeah. And Fulham has been great. So I guess the first question is if you would have to go uh, Greg Ward or Traquan Smith because it is so that Michael Thomas is out again, who I also have who's out. So how do you feel about those two? Traquan Smith against Chicago, Greg Ward against Dallas. I would go with Traquan. Traquan Smith. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I tend to lean that way as well. Uh, that's not even close for me. Yeah, be, he has not been the player, though, that he's supposed to be, even with uh, Michael Thomas out all the time. He has one week with two points, one week with six points, one week with 20 points, and one week with seven points. So Yeah, that's, that's again, a player that you are hoping 10 points from. Yeah, and then, again, here, would you be going Hunter Renfro against Cleveland, Greg Ward against Dallas, or... Adrian Peterson against Indianapolis. Uh, that's a close one. I guess I would go with Ward. Would you? Yeah. It seems that uh, they're leaning more on uh, uh, DeAndre Swift now rather than Peterson after the bye week. So, But it's, it's very close. I mean, it's like throwing a dice with all of those three players yeah it's it's the renfro that kind of gets me because cleveland's a really solid matchup Mm. and over the past four weeks he that he's played nine targets eight targets six targets and two targets but the two targets came against kansas city which is a really strong defense so hunter renfro is getting the targets the receptions on the other hand are not coming yeah i guess if you are you playing floor or ceiling that's the question here. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I think in this situation, I'm going floor because, like I said, then Parker, I, then I would go with Peterson. Parker, Hill, Adams are my mm-hmm. three. Yeah, then I would go Peterson if you're playing floor. I think that's the safest floor of those three. Yeah, against Indianapolis is tough because that's a really strong defense. But I, I think you're right. He's getting the carry still. He's averaging over 10 attempts per game. Mm. So if he can do something with at least one of those, that that seems pretty good. I think he, he might have a touchdown there. Yeah, if he can make it in the end zone one time, that's good. So, yeah, I think that's good. So at the end of this, my starting lineup for this league, Patrick Mahomes, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Jonathan Taylor, Devontae Adams, Tiger Kill, Devontae Parker, Hayden Hurst that played with eight points, Adrian Peterson, and Traquan Smith. That's a great team, man. Yeah, unfortunately, Michael Thomas is out still, so I can't play him. If I could, that would have made this a lot easier. It would have been Traquan Smith and Devontae Parker in my flex. But 
say la vie, as they say. Mm. I will deal with that as it is. But I think it's really a good idea that we kind of end this here because we only have an hour and 15 minutes. I need to get this edited and out probably in the next 20 minutes. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. Great episode, Auntie. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I did. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us, and I will see you guys. We will see you guys. We will see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Moro, moro, mitä poro. That's Finnish and it means what's up reindeer in short. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode or all of our previous episodes. We hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. That is the most important thing. Go and listen to us in Spotify, in Apple Pod and all the other major podcast platforms. And if you have any questions or you'd like to get a hold of us, you can reach us at NFG Pod on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. We Kiitos. hope to see you there. Moro, moro.